A Syracuse Sports Center starts now. Good morning, I'm Joe Salzone. Syracuse basketball opens its season tonight as the 16th ranked Orange welcomes Eastern Washington to the Dome. Assistant coach Adrian Autry said last night the point guards Jalen Carey and Howard Washington are day-to-day and could be game-time decisions tonight, but Frank Howard will not play because of injury. If Washington or Carey cannot go, Tyus Battle will start at point guard. Step off tonight at 7 on TK99. And then after the final horn, join uh, Seth Everett for the postgame show right here on ESPN Syracuse. Later today, the Syracuse women's basketball team opens their season as North Dakota visits, uh, visits the Dome for the very first time. The 18th ranked Orange the brings the back its uh, they bring back its full starting five from last year and adding a top 10 recruiting class uh, led by high school All-American Emily Engsler. Coverage uh, starts with the pregame. Thank you. Thank you, Your Honor. Uh, pregame at 245, tip off at 3 on ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. On Monday Night Football last night, the Titans beat the Cowboys 28-14. Marcus Mariota threw for two touchdowns and ran for another score. I don't care. Amari Cooper uh, caught a touchdown pass in his Cowboys debut. The Jets did not play. And Major League Baseball <laughs> announced the finalists for their awards yesterday. Yankees Miguel Andahar and Glaber Torres are both in the uh, final three for the AL Rookie of the Year. Mets ace Jacob DeGrom in the final three of the Cy Young. <laughs> DB starts now. <laughs> Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. A woman on the radio about Trade in the middle of a really cool story. I'm going to come back and use it as part of the show. That's a first. Wow. What's up with the dirt? What's so, up with the dirt? So, so there's a big ink blotch. I don't know how it got on here. It's all over the right side of, uh, of our... Uh, <clears throat> Our table here, right, right near Polly, and and so Josh sees Polly. He's all dressed up, nice, getting ready to go to tonight's first basketball game for Syracuse University. Polly likes to dress, you know, camera ready at all times. In case Pauly a chick does. sees him or something. Yeah, 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 I see how it works. Poon is priority number one at all times. Absolutely. Wow, wow that's a strong look, Polly. Yeah, he's right three, and he strikes out again. Um, but but so Josh sees that Paulie's sleeve is about to go into the ink, and he starts yelling, "Look out for the dirt! Look out for the dirt! Look out for the dirt!" And we're all looking up like where the <laughs> the, the sand and 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 gravel is about to fall. And I didn't even say whose name it was. Paulie was yelling. His, Paulie puts his wrist right in it. Just the whole red shirt smeared with while he's complaining ink. about how messy the studio is he stains his nice dress shirt oh, this shirt is uh, the studio is a pigsty that is a five dollar tj maxx special that he is <laughs> oh this was a tie and shirt combo for 19.99 at marshall's are you oh. kidding me how do you go wrong didn't you tell the employees to keep the uh, the studio clean how do you go wrong with that there was a meeting two weeks ago where uh, paulie laid down the law and he has been ignored 
From You're, top to bottom. Do we have to have you step in, Your Honor? I, I mean, he was there. He yes, was I was. He saw it. I Mimi was there. Mimi yeah. sat yes. in the meeting, and they're still just not listening. Well, Mimi, I'm, I'm going to have to clean. Mimi house. doesn't well, care. She I'll be sure to it. report back to you after tonight's game to see how that goes. I'm going to have to clean house. Mimi doesn't care. She got a new office. She's she's, <laughs> she's good. She closed the door. You're done. I think there's a house cleaning in uh, a coming. I like like it. of personnel. So, yes. Oh, nice. So I fire I, sale. I, well, <laughs> with that with that said. Buy none, get none free. Um, I, I, yeah, I have to bring up Twitter <laughs> to last night. So what? There's a just a public shaming of Forrest. Yeah, uh, it happens to me when I screw up. I get publicly shamed by the people above me in this building, and so Forrest. And they to- tweet it out for the public to see. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, they do. The great one will throw me <laughs> under the bus publicly. It's his favorite like, pastime. Yeah, if I screw up. The Great One will tweet that Paulie screwed up. The Great One did that to me one time. Do you recall what it was, Josh? Uh, over you not knowing Jerry Seinfeld. Right. He turned around Seinfeld's photograph somewhere here in town, and he and he says, yeah, let me guess. Uh, Paulie tried to go up there and say that Seinfeld knows Daniel Baldwin or something like that. And I, and I thought to myself, is he going after me? Is <laughs> The Great One's like, he's upset with me on something? And of all the people on the planet of stand-up comedians, he picks a guy from my hometown that had my father for a teacher that I've known since I'm seven years old. So I turn around and go, as a matter of fact, he is a fan, and I know Jerry very well. Why don't you do your homework and get your facts straight? So then I got fired. But anyway. (laughs) um, uh, So so take me through what happened that you felt it necessary to crush Forrest on Twitter. He sent out... The Daniel Baldwin Show podcast to Apple iTunes is on the block with Brenda Axe, which is our four to six show here. So he completely mislabeled the Daniel Baldwin Show as another it show. It slipped my mind. I don't even know how it's humanly can I, possible. Can I throw out a possibility? Yeah, tell yeah. us. Are you going to cover for Gump? I love no, it. No, I'm just, uh, I'm throwing is, this out. I've never set a podcast out in my life, so you have. <laughs> yes, I have. Is it? Is this a mistake that is easily obtained not easily it's easily obtained if you're not paying attention and you're as dumb as a bag of hammers (laughs) (laughs) my fingers just keep walking (laughs) my my theory is when he typed in the title of the show that maybe he uh used a wrong letter like brent axe's title came up and he just wasn't paying attention. That's the only thing I can think so of. So it auto-filled. It auto-filled. Yes. Oh, yeah, maybe it just popped and up. Now if that, but if that's not the case, then I have no effing idea how he did it. <laughs> well, should we bring him in to find out how it happened? He's not going to know how he did it. He's not going to have any. He yeah. doesn't even know. No. He's not a magician. He yeah. doesn't know his tricks. No. He <laughs> he's, Jim Cra- he's Jim Craig. Do you remember Jim Craig? Yeah, have him come in. I was trying to watch Do you remember Jim? Cra- Do you remember Jim- the name Jim Craig? Is he a... Uh, quarterback oh my god roger craig was a running back roger craig was a running back josh josh orange josh jim he craig played for the, the seahawks jim craig, the goalie? thank you the thank goalie? you oh. the usa goalie who after they win the gold medal he didn't oh, even know hockey that. yeah no so, this is so, America. so if you remember what happened jim craig wins the gold medal they they beat the russians in in the semis and then they have to go on to beat finland later on they were losing actually after the first period brooks went nuts on him in the locker room and uh, but Jim Craig, he skated around with the American flag, and the ABC's trying to get his attention. Al Michaels is is like you know, Jim, you you you're, you're going to be the MVP. You've won. You've beat the Russians. And and he turns around. and All he could say was, "Where's my father?" 
where's my father? And he skated around the ice, going, looking in the stands, going, where's my father? And he couldn't do any kind of interview. I have a statement from uh, Forrest. That's refuses, not how this works. He refuses and to come in? He refuses to come in. He does how not want works. to address it, but he passed along a message saying, quote, the way Joe said it is probably what happened. <laughs> I have a statement. You're probably right. <laughs> His statement was, Forrest, you're probably you're right. Forrest, you can't come in here and face the music and participate in the show? I'm screaming. Yeah, if he doesn't calls. want to participate, I'll just find someone else to do his show. Oh, please, no. <laughs> we got Griffin Sasso waiting in the wings. I know. Very he at least can form a Forrest. sentence. I'm trying, to defend, I'm trying to defend Forrest as best I can, but when you just say you're flat out not going to come in the room, I don't know. I don't know if I can buy I that. ain't your bitch, Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> Forest. We'll think. We'll see about that. But, uh, he brought me to the city square and punished me in front of everybody. <laughs> wow, that's. Uh, he that's dragged a- the boat of her name through the mud. <laughs> it's in the Twitter verse for good now. <laughs> what if a potential this employer a, sees that? This, this 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 is a levitard move. So he's 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 refusing to come on the show. He is. He is, speaking of which, you are uh, are you off of Levitard now? You lost. No, no, no. So the, the so we we needed uh, Dallas to win by five and by six last night for Beth to have done what her fifth week now. Um, so we lost the game. So we were three and two in our picks, and Colin Coward was four and one. So we've lost. So Beth's out. So that leaves the low dangling fruit that we've been hanging in front of them the whole time, which is Alec. Um, so they want Alec on. But good since, luck with that. Actually, I spoke to him when he FaceTimed while we were just here, and uh, I'll talk to you after the show. So I, I know if I asked my brother, will you do it? The question is, is it is it worth all the trouble when he, he publicly humiliated my sister Beth by refusing to come on the show? So what I've done is I've gone back to them and said, Alec will do the show if Lebetard is not on the show. Oh. So Alec will come on with Stu Gatz. And we'll do the segment with Alec. And she goes, is Alec going to pick the games? I said, so right away, Allison sees the value of Alec because she threw Levitard right under the bus. And she said, okay, let me run that by them. So I believe Alec will come on the show and pick at on Celebrity Prognosticator on Friday. And we'll also do the Nostradamus on the fifth game. But it will have to be with Levitard out of the studio. He does not want to do it with Levitard. Will there be parameters on the interview, you think? I um, already wrote there are parameters. Okay. Uh, you know, I mean... Do you so trust we're, them? We're, look, we're not in the business, although that show... That's what I'm asking. Do you trust them? Um, not, not, brother, not 100%. Because if my, your brother my, hangs up on him, it'll be awesome. <laughs> but 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 the, the other thing... Then Dan will get the heat. He's the one that gets but, the phone call after no, that. N- well, yeah, but you know what? you got to remember, too. This is 30 years in the making more mm-hmm. you know, that we've been dealing with. And, and there's plenty of times where we've put ourselves in positions where, like it or not... Being an actor and so on, particularly at Alex's level, I mean, I, I you know, I can't imagine how the scrutiny of that when he was married to Kim, you know, who was another really big star in her own right, you bring a lot of attention. So it's part of the trade-off of doing it. He's handled a lot worse questions than anything Dan Lebetard could throw at him, and he's a lot smarter than Dan Lebetard. So you know, he can obviously go right back at him and and do what he has to do. But I I, th- I think uh, the classier thing to do. If he says, like, I'm a big fan of Alex, why would you want to, you know, uh, try to take advantage of a situation that we don't know all the facts about anyway? And according to Alex's accounting of it, it's no nothing like what they said it was. So. I know what it's like, man. I walk through the dome and people yell mole at me all the time. 
Do they yell mole at you? Yes. Mm-hmm. As I'm walking through the dome, it sucks. They were, they yell mole and they call me the dome troll on Josh's show. So I get mole and dome troll yelled at me. Which do you prefer? I don't like either one of them. I don't want to be a mole. I thought you liked being the mole. When it's related to, when I'm related mm-hmm. to Alec, it's nice, but. But, what, but the mole. you're Mole Baldwin, according to you. You're not even Pauly Baldwin. No. He named you Mole Baldwin. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's a term of endearment. And and furthermore, you've earned the name, for sure. You even admitted with the Levitard people you mold us. And, you know, let's face it. You're a mole. It's okay. I like it. Yeah. I, I'll live. I don't like being called the troll, though. Yeah, he doesn't like my nickname for him. Well, your nickname is, is, is intended to... Humiliated yeah. and embarrassing. It's Whoppy the Dome Troll because he got <laughs> stuck under. <laughs> he got stuck under the bleachers once, getting a balloon for a child, and he bled. His head got. I cut hit my open. head on the bleachers. So was, this poor kid just sees this tiny man come out with a balloon and a bloody head, <laughs> and we started the rumor of Whoppy the Dome Troll, who lives in the dome and scurries around at night. <laughs> I don't looking for young girls eating leftover dome dogs. I don't particularly like kids. And uh, I finally, for once in my life, saw a little kid's balloon go under the bleachers at the dome, and he's crying. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go under there and get this kid's balloon. And I go under, and I stood up, and I cracked my head open, and I walk out, and there's blood dripping down my face as I come out, and I hand this orange balloon to him. That's John Wayne Gacy. Oh, it's so So creepy. So the kid was probably like, I don't want the balloon anymore. (laughs) That clown has has weird makeup, Daddy. Uh, I saw a kid one time, I'm trying to think of what venue I was at, but it, it might have been a Trailblazers game, but I was at a pro, I think basketball game, and the kid was probably 14 and dropped her phone and it went in between the seats and fell and and and, and it cracked the phone. And I think the phone worked, I remember, but this kid for the next two quarters of the game would not shut up about the phone crying and and I need a new one and that won't work right and about I wanted so bad to take the phone and throw it out in the middle of the court I really did I wanted I, it's it was, this generation Daniel oh my god those kids it was crazy we're, we're all addicted with. to screens we're all addicted to our phones just that you're you're referring to porn in your case no, right? all of it porn okay. facebook Twitter, we're all on it 24-7. Can I make that porn thing the promo, Polly? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, well, didn't he do the dildos on yeah, the... On he the... did it yesterday, too. <laughs> what did he do yesterday? He ended with our porn as the punch... Can I make the punchline where you say, are you looking at porn? No, you don't run that for 24 hours. He's got the mind of a three-year-old. I like to work blue. <laughs> so a lot of attention... Uh, I'm going to tease this next segment. We're going to come back. We're going to do so what in two. Or I'm we, ready for your. do you want to your do, show, uh, man? What do you want to do? We'll do so what, and then we'll come back with Josh. We'll talk Syracuse football. Well, I'm going to tease jo- uh, Josh. Um, the Joshes. There's a lot of buzz going on right now because of the success, the national ranking, everything. Of, is this a, an opportunity for Babers to leave? And that's you know I want to I want to touch on that for you. See what you think about it. Is there an inside pulse that you're hearing? Because there's a lot of people talking about it. He's like on the top of the list or one of the tops at Maryland and, and a few other places. Well, uh, again, again. We'll, we, we'll we, talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Let's go to break. Let's come back and let's play So What. I'm so excited. It's time for. Um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I just can't. Um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. <laughs> you understand the me? Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, now. We're back and we're going to play a little so what right now. 
I got some beautiful stuff to add. So what is brought to you by the Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, voted best sports bar in Syracuse by the Syracuse New Times. All the games, delicious food, the Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus. Well, with your 7-2 and two orange, 4-2 and two in the ACC, the discussion has now gone past Pinstripe Bowl and maybe New Year's Bowls. We've got a few up for grabs, including the Fiesta Bowl, the Peach Bowl, uh, Rose Bowl, no, not Rose Bowl, but Fiesta Bowl, Peach Bowl, and then to New Year's Day, Bowls are now in the discussion. You know, I, I said this earlier, and I don't think it requires us to beat Notre Dame at all. I think if we beat Boston College, we beat Louisville, we, we can even get beat by four touchdowns against Notre Dame. We're going to go beyond the pinstripe bowl should they decide that that's what they want. But Paulie brought up the most poignant thing about this subject. If you're getting beyond the first, say, eight major bowl games, the New Year's, the New Year's Big Bowls, the, and the Fiesta, and, and so on. Now you're talking about at large. That's a very big, wide open term. So what that does is the promoters of the show, the you know Hasselbeck saddle riding company that backs the Hasselbeck Invitational, turns around and says, "What's going to give us the greatest chance of selling seats at the stadium?" That's why Syracuse going to Pinstripe, being a New York University, and Paulie pointed this out. What's gonna What's gonna fill the stands? So you know Syracuse playing in the Pinstripe, it, it's a regional thing. If you look at the bowl um, affiliations by division the ACC is is directly affiliated with like six or seven bowl games but if we come in second or third place in the ACC behind Clemson and then maybe Pitt if they end up winning out because they beat us directly um, you know I, I think it's better for the university to go down but how many people are going to come down and watch us in the Peach Bowl and, and, the, and the promoters look at that for sure here's my thing is see in the scenario that Syracuse flakes against Notre Dame, they lose by four touchdowns. It's just a negative experience in Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. If I'm a Syracuse fan and I was just in Yankee Stadium in November and it sucked, <clears throat> how bad do I want to go back because it's the pinstripe bowl versus wouldn't I be more inclined to be ex- – I understand like the travel aspects of it. But, Syracuse but you're not going to play the number four team in the country. Again. No, I know, but I think that like the excitement of going to a bowl would draw Syracuse fans outside of New York. I would say I would. I think that's a very good point, Josh. And I would tend to agree with you, with the exception of one thing. It's not like we've been to even two bowl games in the last ten years. So you know, because it's been such a dry spell, I think we're, wherever we go, you know, uh, the the bigger factor is we're not Texas, we're not you know one of these Big Ten schools or you know even a Pac Ten school where we fill stadiums. You know, with 75, you know, Michigan fills 109,000 every home game they have. So they're going to travel for Michigan. The size of the school is 55,000, you know, uh, uh, matriculated students at one time. Ohio State's 85,000 students. So the alumni every year from Ohio State, you know, you're talking about millions of Ohio State graduates. Syracuse is a small private school in upstate New York. So although we have a loyal following and and far more loyal, I believe, due to the success of our basketball program, um, I don't think that if we hey, what if we go you know twelve and one next year and we qualify to go to one of the big ones or we're even in the tournament? Do you think that if we're playing down the Cotton Bowl, we're going to put half that stadium Syracuse fans? I highly doubt that. So here's the the issue I have with the whole thing is if you get down to the point where Syracuse is only available for the new era pinstripe bowl and isn't available for the next you know the next level of bowls it's you, you got to put them there you, you have to there's no other 
they're sending them. I mean, Detroit. You're gonna send them to Detroit for the Motor the, City, the, the Quick Lane Bowl. I mean, all the other yeah. cities are. You know, no, but I believe there's in not a Jackson. They're not gonna sell at Jacksonville. They're not gonna sell at Arlington, Texas. They're not gonna Orlando. Maybe if they end up, but that's the net, camping world's that next level bowl where where they're not. You I'd know, go to where, Orlando. I think I think I think actually what you're going to find that's going to happen is I think uh, and and I I firmly believe this after watching Ball State and after watching Pitt play Notre Dame Notre Dame can be beaten they can I don't believe that they're in the same category as Alabama I think Michigan would roll them over too um, the way they're playing now um, so with that said. Um, don't kid yourself that we can't make this a really good game against Notre Dame. We can, and we could beat them. Um, but but more moreover, logic in a series would suggest we're gonna we're gonna beat Louisville for sure. We're gonna have a rough time with Notre Dame. I would say out of ten times, we're gonna lose that game eight. So you know, is this one of the eight or is this one of the two? I don't know. But let's just say play it out by numbers, and we lose to Notre Dame. Um, if we come back and beat Boston College, and Boston College continues to play the way they're playing now, they're ranked in the top 25. They've got a big one coming up against Clemson. Um, nothing would be better for everyone involved if BC beat Clemson and we beat BC. That, now we're talking about – there's people having conversations. I don't think the ACC wants that. Let, let me tell you something. <laughs> but there are conversations that they're, they're talking about now that, that mathematically, depending upon – you know, remember, Michigan has to play Ohio State. So that would knock Michigan out of the top four. Um, uh, if we were to beat Notre Dame, that obviously knocks on. Syracuse is in the conversation if they wanted out to go into the series. It, 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 it would it, take a miracle. It, I, you know what? It's not as big a miracle. Listen, do I think it's going to happen? No. Paul, is your finger over the button? <laughs> right. Okay. Think about it for a second. If Syracuse wins all three games and they beat number three and Michigan gets a loss... And Clemson gets a loss. Syracuse is like number five or four. Like they're right, they're right there. Yeah, but they've also they're lost right there. To, they lost to Clemson though. A one loss Clemson is going to get in over them. I don't think if we beat if we won all three and Clemson <laughs> Syracuse would need to win the conference is their problem. Yeah, they have a if, chi- yeah right. If you don't have the ACC championship and you have the loss to Clemson, your resume is not strong enough. Uh, can I just say something? UCF baby. I said this yesterday. Chew your food. Say it to Chew you. your food. Enjoy this. I mean, why are we talking about this? Syracuse is going to a, a bowl game for the first time in so long. Just take the bowl you well, get that, and that, shut but, up. But, 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 that, but that's that's a... Uh, and, 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 I know this and, is great for sports radio, but the realist to me is just go where they send you. But that's also spoken like a homer. You know what I mean? I mean, this this is this is a, a no. Team. Homer thinks they still got a shot of making the playoff. No, that's that's not that's not the truth. I'm talking about mathematical. I, I prefaced it by saying, do I think that's going to happen? No, but mathematically, they're in it. So, but 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 besides that, I've also said I think they're going to lose to Notre Dame eight out of ten times. So, but you're you're saying chew it, chew it, chew. It. Oh, so chew it in Michigan and chew it in here and chew. Well, I'm reporting on what's going on. I'm, I'm talking about the national uh, the scope it, of things. You're reporting on stuff that's not going to happen. They're <laughs> they're not going to the playoffs. Are we are we going to beat Notre Dame? I don't know. Well, I'm going to watch the Louisville game. Come first. on, Homer. Under, what is he called? Under the ground troll? Something? He's Whoppy the Dome troll. He lives Whoppy under the bleachers. The I you know that. what? If they get sent to Detroit on the day after Quish, Christmas, going to the, Christmas, 
You you, right, you take well, it and you watch right, it. All right, sweet. And you sweet. like it. Let's here's a great game. And you're playing the Big Ten. What bowl right now? What bowl game is Syracuse going to? If Just I, got, if I name a bowl, pinstripe bowl, pinstripe, pinstripe. I'm gonna say as of right now, what bowl I, game does Syracuse end up going to? <laughs> the Camping World Bowl. I think they're going in to Orlando. The, I, I think we're going to the Citrus. I think it's they're going to the Super Bowl, a, you guys. The Citrus Bowl is not <laughs> even an ACC bowl. I think we're going to the Citrus. You're just making a bowl. All right. It's not even an ACC affiliated bowl. All right, go ahead. Make an exception. USA Today has placed Syracuse guard Tyus Battle on the top 10 list of guys to watch this season. Uh, Scott's Gleason says that with their Sweet 16 group, their squad coming back, and Jim Baham having reinforcements. It's going to be a big year for battle, and we're going to see him flourish in this season. I kind of say, so what? <laughs> no, who doesn't it's a know giant why? prediction, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hey, watch the guy who's really good. Yeah. And I th- I think Syracuse's team is going to be good this year as a team, though. That's the Coach thing. Coach Beheim is on the watch to win more than 50% of his <laughs> yeah. games this year, guys. Shocking. Syracuse should be good. Uh, right. <laughs> they could be, be ranked in the top 40. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to be a top four team in the ACC all year. So this is going to sound like a so what, but think of this on your on your own level. And I'll tell you what this I is. I love the challenge. The Ottawa Senators, a bunch of guys from the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> the the right. limo? We're already hearing about the so what. They go out, they have a night, probably yeah. get a little tipsy. They get into an Uber. The guy in the Uber driving has a camera that runs and films whoever's in his Uber. The team just craps all over their coach, their teammates, yeah. The whole ride. The guy who owns the Uber then posts the video. So now there's footage of what these teammates think about their their teammates and their coach all over the place. Yeah, their, their penalty-killing skills, how they're being developed. Uh, they and, said, and Marty they... Raymond, the only coach in NHL history to have the worst power play and the worst PK within the calendar year of each other. It's one of the things they throw at their coach. This, this happens to people. You've got to realize you're being recorded at all times. Will Myers of the Padres was playing Fortnite on his Twitch channel and was S talking his coach and it went out and yeah. people recorded it. See? It just happens. You gotta stop recording. now did the Uber driver say, Hey, I'm recording you guys? No, he just sits there quietly driving oh, while these guys are just all over their team good and their coach. Him. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta be careful, man. And and not just that. That's somebody who if you're stupid enough to be in an Uber car with a driver there and he's in an earshot and you don't see the camera mounted on the windshield. You know, or whatever the hell it was, uh, <clears throat> that's that's also partially their fault. What's worse though is when you get set up, is when the person's wearing a camera, yeah, you know, with the person, and they come in or they're sitting at another table and they got their phone and they're tilting it towards you because they can hear you talking, you know, and that happened. And that that I think is more invasive. But when you get in someone else's car, the footage that goes on legally in his car is his. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uber driver too. You got to have a camera rolling, right? Oh my god, something yeah. weird yeah, happens. You yeah. want something going. You want something That's going to be a TV show, right? Like the Taxi Cab Confessionals? Everything like, goes. Yeah. Uber nudity? I think so. Sharif Floyd, a former defensive tackle for the Minnesota Vikings, is expected to file a $180 million lawsuit today against Dr. James Andrews, Andrews Institute for Orthopedic Surgery, because he essentially botched a surgery, and they claim that Sharif uh, claims that this is what he would have made in his career. Now, he was a number 23 pick back in 2013, had to go in for basically just a... Uh, a microsurgery. They went into his bone. He could never come back and play. And now he's suing the doctor that did it for $180 million. Guy boned him. Dr. Boned him. <laughs> he's suing it. the most famous doctor in sports. Right. Yeah. And, the guy's and who is up? this guy? And he has insurance. 
He claims yeah. that he would have gone on to make $180 million in well, his career. Well, he's probably got a point, but doctors are going to screw up every once in a while. This guy is as good as it gets. It, he, he had one mistake, sue him, but I'm, I don't think he's going to get that amount of money. Well, what it comes down to from a legal standpoint is that if it's called gross negligence. So if they can prove, you know, if it's one of those, you sign the disclaimer, you go in there and we're going to do our best. If there's some... You know, negligence on the doctor's part. If, you, like you said, if it's if by standards he went into the bone a half inch further and that cost him his career, he's probably going to have to settle. Can he's I gonna make settle going into the bone the promo? <laughs> <laughs> and finally, a study of bacteria on airplanes have revealed the most disgusting place on the airplane, and it is the bathroom. Your armrest. Uh, the seat. In general. The headrest. Oh. Headrests are never disinfected and they are covered oh, with a ton of bacteria. Kids, the kid that's in front of you, oh, looking back <laughs> over the top with his booger face rubbing number it on Number two it. was seat pockets, the pockets in front oh, of you. Oh, yeah, those just collect the oh. food. And number the, <laughs> number three is you, the tray table. You ever get on a train or a plane and that pocket's got the food from the guy in front no. of you and it's still? Or like like no. old like tissues and yeah. stuff shoved oh. in there. Think about how many times you've fallen asleep on the plane and your mouth is like kind of on the headrest <laughs> now. <laughs> And now you're just like, wow. I just, I'm just it, going back to the 80s when like anything could be done. You could on a plane. smoke on planes. You could do anything you wanted on a plane. I can. I can't tell you the things I left in we those seats. We, <laughs> we, we went a lot a of DNA on those seats. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something about smoking on a plane. They screwed themselves when they eliminated smoking on airplanes. I'm going to tell you why. This came. Now this is a weird factoid that a buddy of mine who's an airplane body inspector. I won't say the name of the airline. I'm a body inspector. I'm a female body inspector. Wait a minute. Think about this. So the plane goes up in the air, and because of the atmospheric pressure, the plane contracts and expands as it it descends or rises. So the plane is made to be able to expand. If you ever look at the inside of a plane, it's actually very, very thin material with the ribs in it that hold it together. So he said, yeah, well, you know, my job got a lot harder when they took away all all the smoking on the domestic flights. And I said, why is that, Tony? He goes, well... What we do is, like, once every four months, we're, we're required. Like, you take this mask and you put it over your face that has, a, you know, a, a, an optical device, and it has multiple lenses. So he gets up literally on a, on a scissor lift, and he goes up really close to the plane, and he inspects. They wash the plane. Oh, you he doesn't see the yellow to see the, to see the micro cracks that are forming in the plane. When they allowed smoking... The micro cracks that form would pull the nicotine out of the plane body itself and leave a tiny yellow or brown line, and they know the plane was about to crack, and they'd immediately bondo it and repair it. Without the smoking, they have to wait till it's a full crack that they can visually see. When the skin is thin, it pulls the, t- the, the smoke out. He goes, now we don't have that advantage anymore. Now we have to wait till the plane's cracked open before we can see The Thomas's English muffin Sibelius went to Hawaii on vacation <laughs> one year. Remember the, the whole section of the plane that came out on the guy uh, in the Hawaiian yeah. airline? But I remember being, I'd be like seven years old, sitting between my mother and father on the plane, and yeah. they both had cigarettes blowing in my face for eight hours. Explains the stunted growth, I think. <laughs> it is. It is. It, it, it's well beyond dwarfism oh, here. It's there, well beyond. There's, there's other things going so on. So well brought to you by Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, voted best sports pub by the Syracuse New Times and its listeners. Right, let's oh go to boy, I readers. Like let's let's go to break. We'll come back and we'll talk with uh, Josh Orange, Orange Josh, Daily Orange, Josh Orange. I just call you Josh. Citrus Orange. Bowl. I hate the daily part. <laughs> go to the citrus. <laughs>
Did you miss the Daniel Baldwin show? You know what, Notre Dame, I don't think they're any lock anymore. But I'm going to tell you now, they're going to beat Louisville by 40. One game at a time. Let's not look at Notre Dame in two weeks. Let's look at Louisville. Let's get win number eight. It's like Josh and food. Josh will take a beautiful meal and inhale instead of savoring. Are you a saverer? Yeah, I'm having fun this year, and I don't want it to end. I don't want to think about the coach leaving. I want to think about that we just beat Wake Forest. The Daniel Baldwin Show, 10 to 11 mornings on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Thinking used? Start here at dvused.com. Powered by the used car and truck warehouse in Drivers Village. Start here for dozens of outlet vehicles priced under 10000 Start now to choose from hundreds and hundreds of our finest select pre-owned. Or search 150 factory certified vehicles. Thinking used? Start here at the used car and truck warehouse in Drivers Village. Open Monday through Saturday and always online at dvused.com. The Wildcat Sports Pub, winners of the 2018 Sammy Award for Best Sports Pub for Live Music and nominated for Best Bar and Sports Pub by the Syracuse New Times Best of Syracuse in 2018. Inviting you to stop in for great food, fantastic music, and an electric atmosphere. Specialty pizzas, wings, loaded fries, and nachos. Any pastos and great drink specials. Watch SU and your favorite sports teams on Wildcat's big screen TVs. Top of the line entertainment. Check out upcoming events at wildcatpizzapub.com. The Wildcat at 3680 Milton Ave. Camillus. Hi, this is John Spina from the CNS Companies. We work hard to honor the century in our communities we live and work in, and we're proud to support Syracuse University football coverage on ESPN. If you play on our team, you don't step on the field until we know you're ready to go. And when it comes to car shopping, the same rules apply. The smart play call is to visit Empower first before going to a dealership. Getting pre-approved for an auto loan at Empower is quick and easy. New or used, shop smart, and be prepared. Call, click, or just stop in. 800-462-5000 or EmpowerFCU.com. Membership eligibility required. Loan approval based on credit worthiness. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, I'm Seth Goldberg with today's Orange Press, brought to you by the Press Room Pub. Syracuse basketball plays its regular season opener tonight when they welcome Eastern Washington to the Dome. This game, part of the 2K Classic, which ends next week at Madison Square Garden. The Orange enters this season as the 16th ranked team in the country. However, there are questions. One question mark for the Orange is at the point guard position. All three SU point guards are currently battling injuries. Adrian Autry said Monday on ESPN Radio that both Jalen Carey and Howard Washington are day-to-day and could be game-time decisions tonight. Carey is coming back from an ankle sprain in the orange and white scrimmage, while Howard Washington is battling back from a torn ACL last winter. Frank Howard, meanwhile, will not play tonight as he's recovering from an offseason leg injury. Tip-off at 7 o'clock on TK99. Post-game coverage immediately following here on ESPN Radio. The Orange Press is brought to you by the Press Room Pub, the number one entertainment and sports venue in central New York. Hi, this is Reg Grangine, co-owner of Grangine & Wagner here in Syracuse. You know us for outstanding accounting, income tax, and payroll services, and I can say the same about Hummel's Office Plus. They stand out in their industry. Hummel's Office Plus is cost-conscious, has reliable service, and offers transparency with my account because, quite frankly, they are local and they care. I've tried the big box, and it hasn't worked. Take my advice, work with Hummel's Office Plus, and don't wait. Visit Hummel'sOP.com. 
Hummel's Office Plus is the trusted choice for your business products in Central New York. This is Justin Hummel, CEO of Hummel's Office Plus. As I look back on our 84-year history, something that stands out to me is our long-standing commitment to local business owners with consistency at every turn. Our business strategies have morphed and grown over the years with the additional offering of furniture, plus the fact that we are now part of a $2 billion buying group. This allows us the flexibility to offer very competitive pricing to make your business run more efficiently. We are and always have been customer-focused. This year, explore what it means to have Hummel's Office Plus as your standard for your business needs. Thinking used? Start here at the used car and truck warehouse in Drivers Village. From outlet price used to select pre-owned, we have over 650 used vehicles, including factory certified. Once you find that perfect ride, or even before, save time and money at dvfinance.com. Our private and secure online credit approval app makes financing your next ride faster and easier. Need used financing? Start here at dvfinance.com. Follow us on Twitter, ESPN Syracuse, ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, and we're back. Motorhead. We're going to talk, uh, well, can I just get down to the bottom of this really quick and just say that, uh, um, all kidding aside, um, and we're talking with uh, Daily Orange Josh, uh, along with uh, K-Rock Josh and Miletus. We are eligible to play with ACC affiliation in the Gator Bowl, uh, in the Sun Bowl, uh, and in the uh, Military Bowl. So those three all go December 31st. And I would say, you know, when you descend the order of what dates there are, usually rules the importance of the game because people are off these days from, from work. It's It's New Year's Eve. Man, to be able to go, the, I mean, I remember growing up, the Gator Bowl was a big game to that. Yeah. You know, the big teams played in those games. And that's, so you figure if it stays the way it is, Clemson's going to play, in, you know, in the, if Clemson lost another game, they, they might still get in. They're, they're, they're that powerful right now. So, but at any rate, let's just say Clemson wins out as they probably should. Um, they're going. So that puts them down in the bottom bracket with, with, the, with the playoff. So the next two teams, in the ACC, I mean, we're we're probably going to be us or Boston College are going to be the third team for sure. If we have to fall behind, if Pitt wins out, they may get the nod over us because they beat us in, in, in direct competition. But still, if we're the number three team, that puts us in in the Sun Bowl. I'll go to El Paso, Texas, and play in the Sun Bowl against the See, number and the number two team in the Pac Ten. But if it's Pitt or Syracuse, they're going to the Military Bowl because it's in Annapolis. So you think it's going to go just re, just strictly re, by yeah, regional? Yes, because yes, they'll sell tickets. It's usually how those bowl games play yeah. out to some extent. Yeah, if they're in a, if they're uh, in a def- December thirty first, I want to play. I want to play the number to- two team in the Pac ten. I want to play the number two team in the Pac ten down in Texas, all down in El Paso. Get over the border to Juarez. Come on, baby. They just don't want us to go somewhere fun for New Year's, Polly. Yeah, they, Orlando's the spot. Right. Uh, Detroit, we know what happens. If we Detroit's go to Orlando. the worst. That's the worst bowl you, you know what up. happens if we go to Orlando. Disney! Robin's got a 6,000-square-foot on-the-golf-course mansion. We, uh, I'll show you the pictures. We're, and no one's in the house. The nicest place the Daily Orange has ever stayed. Yeah! <laughs> Daily, Goodbye, Econo Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're with us. You're with the A-team. Because we, if we're going to a bowl game, Ed's sending us down, no? Uh, yeah. 
I'm going to say yes, unless it's like Shreveport or... The first bowl game in, what, 17 years? No. They were in bowls three years ago. 2013. Yeah, five years ago. Yeah. I wanted to make it much bigger than it was. (laughs) (laughs) It's their first bowl game ever. All right, so what's to say, kid? What's going on over there at uh, Syracuse University now that we're ranked and things are all looking so gravy? Uh, You know, they're, they're taking it one game at a time. I like uh, it. They're not getting food. ahead of themselves. Chew your uh, food. <laughs> yeah, oh I mean, Did he that's... just go on the payroll with Paulie the Mole. Or... No, I mean that's what you're going to get from the team as far as like what they're. No one's really <clears throat> reflecting on what's going on right now at all. But I think, I think they're pissed off this week. I'll say that we haven't talked to players yet today. But I think whenever someone asks them about Louisville, I think they're going to be kind of angry. They went up more than 1,500 yards in the last two games combined. They played against. Yeah, didn't them. they give up 118? Some odd points against yeah. him in the past two games. Yeah, so I think uh, Baber said that on Sunday when he came in, it, everyone wants to ask the Notre Dame questions. So someone asked it yesterday, and Baber said, well, you know what, I can, I won't talk about Notre Dame. Here's what I did for Louisville. I came in Sunday. I put up the yards from each of the last two seasons. I combined them. The points, I combined them. I asked the room if anyone's ever beat Louisville, and we all just kind of looked around at each other. And so I think headed into their last home game ever for these seniors, for Dungy. I think they're pretty pissed off in that they're going to have a good showing against Louisville, which at this point is really all you can ask for, right? You can't look ahead to Notre Dame yet realistically. Syracuse needs to roll. They're going to be on ESPN Friday and night. And it's senior night. You know, those guys yeah. are going to want to play to yeah, win. Yeah, they got to they roll Louisville, and I think that's what they're going to do. What's it, 21 and a half right now? Yeah. Point spread? Does, does as the, the conversation, obviously, and you've pointed this out before, Josh, um, the roller coaster of – where these conversations from the beginning of the season to after we won a couple of them, so then we lose them. But you know, we lose the pit, and oh, we suck again. Are we even going to get to a bowl game? Blah, blah. And now we're nationally ranked, and we're talking about you know we're back me- messing with you some when we say you know Dungy's on the Heisman watch. Yeah. But, but but at the same time, it is quite amazing to see what this season has has brought brought on us. Um, with that said. Does it matter that you you want to keep up with the Joneses right now? Do we need to beat Louisville by forty five to? Is is any of that come into mind for any of these people that you know we're ranked now, the program is and we're vying for positions in a bowl game? You know, so when you watch Clemson beat them and score seventy seven points, and we're down in Clemson, we make it a pretty darn good game. Do we do do we need to go, or is it going to be if we're up on them by thirty in the in the first three quarters? He's just going to put all the boys in that are seniors and let them play and not care about killing them. Um, I think there's some kind of balance of both, but I th- I think yeah, I think they want to they're they're in the pack. They want to run with the horses now. You know, I don't think that you drop that. I think that Babers realizes where they are. I think the players realize where they are. So maybe so maybe you bring Devito in, but you still let him throw it deep. <laughs> yeah, bring him bring him in, let him throw fifty yard touchdowns. It's not right, their right. fault. Louisville's defense is terrible. Okay. I think this Louisville team at two and seven and has let up what fifth high fifty and then seventy against high fifty against Wake and seventy against Clemson. I think you could bring in a third string running back and score. I, I think when they bring in the twos on Friday night, they still score. I think that's pretty much what's happening against Louisville. That's a a quit team. Their coach is going to get fired at the end of the season, if not before the season ends. I think they're just hanging on. It's like a maybe a Syracuse team that you used to see in seasons past. So we talked some uh, on the break because I, I alluded before somewhat with a tease about Coach Babers and his future. So there are conversations about what, you know what what he'll do. You know, particularly obviously if he beat Notre Dame, which you know, and and he wins out. 
he's going to be in the national hunt for people that want him to come in and change their program. Is is uh, is any of that going on? Any of that any of that language happening that you're hearing? Uh, someone asked him a question about that. It must have been two or three weeks ago, I think. And he shrugged it up. He didn't say anything about it. I don't think he will say anything about it. And I don't. I we talked about it before. I think it's got to be another year before he were to even consider that. Mainly when you look at the jobs that will most likely be open this year, so, none of so, them are so, that attractive. So, so here, here's and this comes from the you know the the movie world and my life experiences. So let me replay what you just said. So Bristol calls me and tells me. We'd like you to come down and do Sports Center and do the Daniel Baldwin show nationally. And I say, you know what? I think I need another year in Syracuse. I think that's what I should do. That would be better for me to wait another year. Yeah, but Bristol's not <laughs> calling yet. No, but what, what? Well, he is in the conversation on ESPN. Maryland's, on- Maryland's not Bristol, though. If we're using that comparison, that's my point. It's like Maryland's not big enough. If you're going to jump okay. from Syracuse, you got to go. You got to go okay. to like the Lo- SEC. ESPN Los Angeles is calling. <laughs> you want to play some? No, antics? but but do you I, know I what think, I mean I, though? Like I think that another he waits another year because then to he, see who's going to call. You mean? Yeah, he gets oh, no, a better call no, no, in a year. Uh, okay, the, the the example I gave was it's obviously if they start calling after he even loses Notre Dame and takes them to the third fourth ACC bowl, he goes to the Music City, he goes to whatever. He goes to the camping world and wins, you know, and then the phone starts blowing up because you see the interesting thing that I've learned in um, in sports in this position with coaching, if he had no intention of going, he would have said, absolutely, no, I'm staying on building my pro-. He would have said that right away when that came up, but he didn't. He said he's not going to address that right now or he's not talking. So he's left the door open for himself. And, and, and listen, He's entitled to do whatever he wants. He's a great coach. He's worked his ass off. He's taken a program that was not in very good shape and built them up already into a bowl perspective team. They're going to a bowl game. Uh, They're nationally ranked. And you know what? I personally, but again, it depends on what he wants. If he'd like to establish himself and be the Jim Beheim of football for the next 20 years here, he could grow old, live in Syracuse, have a beautiful life, and and build you know the best program he could build for two decades here in Syracuse. The question is, what does he want with his wife, his family, and where does he want to be, and those types of questions. And with that said, if they ask me to be the offensive coordinator at Georgia, I'm going. No. No. I'm going. No. That's not how college I'm Going to the dogs. By the way, if you look at like coaches that are on the hot seat right now, the three that you'd want as jobs are already they're they're ACC jobs, you know. You North Carolina that could open, Louisville could open, Florida State you'd have to take. Oh wait so a second, wait two, a second. two basketball so Florida schools State, in Florida you'd State. have to take. You would have to take Florida State if that came. If they offered him Florida State, stay in the same division, the same conference in the division. If Florida State called Dino Babers, he'd be an idiot not to take that job. Why? Because they're going to pay you out the ass, and you're getting any recruit you want in the country. Yeah, and you're going to be up for the national championship. Going to Florida State, hands down. Yes, yes. I would go to Florida and, State next yeah. year. And Syracuse fans should wish it well. No, <laughs> we're. Oh. All right, we got to take a break. Let's go to break. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Do it right now. All right, let's do it right now. Picks. We're back. All right, who you got? So it's minus eighteen or eighteen and a half. 
What, what is it? What's the spread? Minus I'll take eight. Syracuse. Yeah. Spread is Syracuse minus 18. Against Eastern Washington. Okay, so Correct. Forrest taking Syracuse. Syracuse. 18 and a half. No point guard. I'll take Eastern Washington. Ooh. I'll take Syracuse. Wow. Okay, so that's a pick. Now I want to Did tell Josh you. Did Josh make a pick? Josh going in. I'll take Syracuse. Cool. Thank you, Josh. Real man. Um, <laughs> Syracuse wins by 16. Okay, so former NCAA champion golfer disqualified from LPGA qualifying event. Ready? And I'm not going to tell you why right away. She so, has a penis. So check this out. So she t- goes ahead. She wins the NCAA tournament. She's the NCAA champ. She's playing in her first qualifier in the LPGA tour, and she's one shot. She's right on the bubble to qualify. She's got to play her way in. Please tell me so she, she jacks. She jacks her drive way dead right, splacking around the trees, and she turns around, and the ball's like just like three inches inside the out-of-bounds marker. So she chips it out. She continues to play. Three holes later, the lady that lives in the house says, no. Her ball was all the way in my backyard, and some woman came in the backyard, picked up the ball, stuck it in her pocket, snuck back out on the course, and dropped it just in bounds. It was the kid's mother. <laughs> the kid's mother picked up her ball over the gate, picks up the ball, puts it in her pocket, looks around, oh, look, here it is, and cheats for the kid. Well, you can't wow. say she did. She call her mom and tell her to do it. Like, you Listen, don't know. Man. I, Mom's, uh, who mother, the hell asked you what the motherly It's a great story. No, but I'm just the saying mother you can't blame cheated the in a professional golf event to help keep her kids ball in bounds. Helicopter parents round one million. Yeah. Nice. I like mom. That's what I'm there. talking about. Are Love. you available? Can you run the board? What? Wow. I like a cheating mom. There you go. <laughs> I go to that website. It's awesome. <laughs>